Hi there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachometh with the Las Vegas Kolel. In his opening section, the Chavetz Chaim tells us that when you speak Lashon Hara, you violate the prohibition of Losisa Shema Shav. You cannot bear a false report. Now, the Chavetz Chaim has told us that that prohibition really includes two separate things. Number one, it includes, it refers to a judge presiding over a court case. He cannot listen to the arguments of one of the litigants without the other litigant being there. It's a very reasonable prohibition. You can't hear one side of the story without having the other litigant present, presenting his side of the story. Number two, it also refers to Lashon Hara. Both the person speaking Lashon Hara, listening to the Lashon Hara, falls under the rubric, under the violation, the prohibition of Losiza Shem Hashav, you shall not bear a false report. Now the Chavetz Chaim asks a question in his footnotes, a fascinating question. Whether it comes to this judge presiding over a court case without one of the litigants, or in a scenario of Lashon Hara, we know in both of those cases, the prohibition includes listening to reports that are truthful. A judge can't listen to a court case without the presence of one of the litigants even if the litigant he's listening to is only telling that which is truthful. The prohibition is you need both litigants there. Number two, when it comes to Lashon Hara, we know time and time again, the Chavetz Chaim tells us you cannot listen to Lashon Hara, you cannot speak Lashon Hara, even if what you're saying or what you're listening is 100% truthful. That being the case, the Chavetz Chaim wants to know, why does the Torah use the language of Losisa Shema Shav, you shall not bear a false report? You're not allowed to bear any reports when it comes to Lashon Hara, nor can a judge listen to any of the litigants without the presence of the other litigant, even if what the litigant that's present is saying is truthful. The prohibition applies. So why does the Torah use Shav, false? It has nothing to do with falsehood. Chavetz Chaim offers two answers, that they both apply equally to the case of the judge, as well as to Lashon Hara. Number one, he says, it could be just technically the verses referring to the judge listening to the litigant, not the president in the presence of the second litigant. He's not allowed to accept the first litigant's argument. So how is the judge supposed to know whether that present litigant is saying that which is truthful? He's not allowed to listen to it in the first place. So it's potentially false. From the perspective of the judge, it's, per it's potentially false, and therefore he can't listen to it. Similarly in Lashon Hara, if let's say you are the listener of the Lashon Hara, you're not allowed to accept that which the person speaking Lashon Hara is telling you. So from your perspective, it's as good as being false. That's one answer that the Chavetz Chaim gives us. But he gives a second answer, which I think is a lot more insightful in human nature. He says, yes, theoretically, in the case of the, of the judge, we have one litigant, it's possible he's going to tell the truth, but it's very, very likely. Human nature is such, if you're a litigant arguing in front of a judge and the other litigant isn't there, you're probably going to slip in something that's not truthful. And in almost all circumstances, if you are a judge listening to a court case without the presence of one of the litigants, you are going to be hearing something that's false. And that's why the Torah tells us, lo do not bear a false report. Is it possible? possible that what the litigant is saying is truth? Yeah, it's truthful. It's possible, but it's highly doubtful. And that's why the Torah uses the language of false. The Chavetz Chaim tells us it's true about Lashon Hara as well. We know, and the Chavetz Chaim tells us time and time again, that Lashon Hara is prohibited even when you're hearing or speaking the truth. But the Chavetz Chaim tells us the reality is usually when we speak Lashon Hara or when we're listening to Lashon Hara, because the person, the subject of the Lashon Hara is not present, it's human nature that we're going to embellish. We're going to exaggerate. We're going to say something 
If it's not an out-and-out -out lie, even if it's mostly truthful, there's probably going to be an element of dishonesty in there. There's going to be an element of shove, of something that's false. And that's why the Torah calls it, lo do not bear a false report. Yes, technically speaking, Lashon Hara is prohibited, even if it's 100% truthful. The reality is, in almost all scenarios of Lashon Hara, there's going, some, going to be included in that negative speech something that's dishonest.